Hi there, everybody, and welcome back to another horrid episode of Goonies World. I am Johnny Pharaoh, also known as Sean, and with me is Meanie, also known as Ryan. Oh, well, hello. And, of course, we have our namesake, the man who had the idea for this show in the first place, Goonie, also known as Colin. Greetings. And one of our favorite guests, we have the lovely Lunicorn, also known as Lynn. Hello, hello. So we are playing our second episode of Horrid Mysteries, a pamphlet of gothic horror by Jacob Marx. It's a very rules-light game. You can find it on itch.io. And in our last episode... We generated our characters and set up the situation live, which we've never done. And uh, the short version of all that is that my GM character, Erasmus de Rip, has summoned Collins and Ryan's and Lynn's characters to a mausoleum in a graveyard in Sourshire in Britain in the 1920s. And what all those characters have in common is that the demon Furiel has been a curse in their life. And they're gathered here to confront the demon and revenge themselves upon it. But let's go around and reintroduce our characters. And why don't you give us your name, you know, your calamity and your boon, and remind our listeners why you need revenge on the demon. And uh, let's go ahead and start with you, Lynn. All right. Well, my character is Orchid Caliber. She is a southern belle. Um, though she, her calamity is that she's insane. And when she goes insane, she sounds more like Miss Piggy and suddenly loses her Southern accent. Uh, we're not sure what's up with that. Um, let's see. She has a cult knowledge that is her boon. And, uh, her beef with this demon is that, uh, it ran off with her, uh, at least she thinks it did ran off with her fiancé, Bartholomew Winslow, and she was left at the altar. Uh, she wants revenge on this demon that she refers to as an evil succubus. And she is Don't still, know if it's really an evil succubus or not. And she's still wearing, she's wearing her wedding dress, right? The wedding dress she's she was... She's wearing her yeah. wedding dress for this confrontation because she absolutely believes that when the demon is summoned, then Bartholomew will be there as well okay. she just thinks they're a couple and ran off together and are now basically the demon has taken her place okay so. all right uh goonie goonie r- tell us all about your character remind our listeners about your buddy chadwick yeah chadwick southerk was his name and uh he is a coward and uh but he does possess scientific knowledge and he believes that he was possessed by this same demon, Ferial, which made him do and say horrible things to his wife and his young son. And he also claims that he, uh, that the demon made him sleep with prostitutes, which <laughs> is questionable, but um, maybe. Um, but he certainly did things that were out of character. Mm-hmm. 
And that's why he wants revenge, or at least he wants to stop this demon from possessing him. Okay. And finally, Ryan, can you remind us about your character? Well, yeah, um, I'll do it in character, but um, my name's Percival Scorbeck, and I don't really believe in the demon that much, um, but I was supposed to be on the Titanic, um, and and I, I, I gave my ticket up, and uh, according to according to a fortune teller, the um, the demon sunk the Titanic trying to get me. So if it's really out there. I want to get it. I want to kick it right in the balls. Right. Yeah. And you're gonna. Bo- I didn't forget what my calamity was. Though. You were you were a nihilist. That's why you don't really oh, believe. That's right. That's right. Believe in that's nothing. right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And I believe last time we did establish that if the demon didn't have balls, you what was your exact words? You would boot her in the cooter. Yes. Uh, I, which I a phrase which I borrowed, as you may well remember, from our friend Nougat. Okay, I, I had forgotten that Nougat. I know you're not listening, but if if you were, I would say hello, and uh, it'd be great to have Nougat on sometime. A friend of ours from way back, yeah. who was always fun to play with. I would love that. Yeah, that would be great. Uh, so anyway, you guys had all gathered here in this mausoleum during a thunderstorm. Uh, in the middle of the night, and after much discussion and some accidental spilling of holy water and accidental discharge of a firearm, you had coated uh, the ancestral sword that Derip had with the saliva of a virgin. Luckily, we do have at least one virgin here. Uh, uh, orchid spit all over the sword, and I believe that you also coated the remaining five bullets in Chadwick's revolver um, with we, uh we dropped that actually we dropped the holy water when we failed well I mean you did but I think you coated the rest of the bullets with the spit though oh like, with the spit she yeah. sucked on the bullets yeah she went on a date with Phil Spector and sucked the bullets and that was the worst joke ever I apologize I'm so sorry for that um anyway you know the idea being that this saliva of a virgin would be harmful to the demon and and orchid noses with her occult knowledge now derip has claimed to have a lot of occult knowledge but you noticed he needed your help to summon a demon um real briefly you know he's supposed to be a, he was he was a character uh designed just like yours were and uh his his uh his calamity was that he had visions he suffered from visions and his boon was that he would betray the party. Why that's a boon, a good thing for him, I don't know. But all very transparent, all very upfront from the beginning. Your characters obviously don't know it, but he's destined to betray you somehow. Anyway, um, you had laid out a circle of salt, I believe, in the mausoleum. You're going to summon the demon and bind it within the circle of salt because, as we all know, from the Winchester brothers, a demon cannot pass over a line of salt. And uh, so hopefully that will keep the demon contained. And so that's where we'll begin, in the middle of the night, in a thunderstorm, in a candlelit mausoleum, summoning the demon Piriel. And, you know, I don't see what could go wrong. I mean, it should be fairly straightforward. So, uh, now we must figure out, says Erasmus, a chant to summon the demon. And 
It is hard, very, very difficult to decide exactly what to do. But I do have uh, my book of demonology here, and I, our dear friend Orchid does have some occult knowledge. So perhaps we should take a look and find the appropriate chant. Last time, uh, last time, I mean, just a moment ago, I had <laughs> suggested that, um, say, a, a simple rhyme. I, I believe I said something like, ferial, ferial, get herial, but um, yes, I think we should change that slightly, maybe to make it sound nicer, like we summon you, herial, or something, make it okay. more even, but now I have no idea if that will work. Well, it might work. It might work. It has a rhyme to it and a certain rhythm. And what about like um, ferial, ferial? Join us here in the material. Oh. But we'll leave off plain because it don't rhyme. Oh, I like that. I like yes. that. Yes. Uh, well, perhaps we should check oh. the, the. Perhaps go our good. Go ahead, sorry, sir. Sorry, um, just going with this rhyming thing. I like ethereal. Something. Is that a word? Ethereal? Ethereal, yes, it is a word. Uh, ethereal to material or something. Yes. Ooh, I like that very much, yeah. Ethereal, ethereal. Ethereal to material. Um, I can't think of anything else that rhymes, though. Well, perhaps we should check our book of occult knowledge here. Perhaps Orchid would be so kind and see if that will be an appropriate chant to summon our enemy. I will be happy to. Okay. Now, this, uh... Normally, you'd have to draw a face card or a joker to succeed on a task. That's really only a 26% chance with a full deck, which we don't have. Uh, however, if you have a boon that could help, such as occult knowledge, then that raises to, uh... You need a red card or a joker, which gives you a 52% chance. But if it's real easy, because and it should be, because you've also got the book of demonology, and you just need to draw a number card or a joker, which gives you a seventy-eight percent chance of success. So, I and I will remind our listeners that we've got a little bit more than half a deck of cards left. But when the deck runs out, Furio wins in the most horrific way possible. So Lynn is reaching through the internet onto my desk drawing a card and she has the queen of spades which is not a number card or a joker so you have no idea whether your chant is really going to work or not oh dear says Erasmus this is after 15 or 20 minutes of flipping through the books and perhaps we should just do the chant that you've come up with it it does have a certain ring to it I've as I told you, as in my youth, in my youth, which was not that long ago, I had summoned, I had summoned Firiel, but I had help, and that help is no longer available to me. And you know, I am aging rapidly now because of that. But there was a chant, and I do believe it rhymed. It was in Latin, but perhaps this would work. Perhaps yes. you would care to give it a try. I think uh, the intent, the intent. Perhaps, you know, is most of it. And the, uh, you know, the language and the words and all that are maybe sort of more, in, you know, inconsequential. So. Well, do you reckon you've got a belief for it to work? Because that might be hmm. a bit of a problem. 
Well, there's three of us that believe it anyways. Yes, and we can we can also try the, to place a pentagram on the ground where we would like the demon to appear that perhaps that negative symbol would entice it and attract it along with our chance. I think that's an excellent idea. Perhaps one of you should draw the pentagram within the circle of salt. But be careful not to break the circle. Yeah, you don't want to get assaulted. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, how humorous. Well, uh, what do you guys have to write with? Uh, Let's see here. Maybe maybe there's some lipstick. Do, Do you think Orchid has some lipstick? I do. I do, of course. Okay. The lady always carries some lipstick in her purse. Okay, well, we're not going to make you draw a card just to, you know, draw a pentagram. But with the pentagram drawn, so if I have this correct, says Erasmus, we're going to chant Ferial, Ferial, get Herial, from Ethereal to Material. Was that correct? Yeah, I think that, I think that's plenty, uh, I think we've done a good job, uh, coming up with as, as much uh, rhyming words as possible. <laughs> well, do you think we should add on to the end that after I kick her in the balls not to give my foot a venereal? <laughs> <laughs> well, you you stand the, the chance of, of very angrily, you know, um, a, a angry greeting from this demon... Yeah, well, uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. I don't want to piss her off. It would don't be good to start off with a, an angry demon, and, I don't imagine. And I would be I would be very worried for your foot if that was the case. The venereal, de- the venereal diseases of hell are far worse than anything you can possibly comprehend. I'm quite certain. Not that I would know. However, let us begin. And he, like, takes your hands. The candles are flickering. The thunder roars outside. Wait. What? Before we start, I should like to spread the train of my wedding dress behind me so I look like a proper bride. Oh, very well, very well. Do you really believe that Bartholomew's coming back with the demon? Of course I do. Why wouldn't he? Why wouldn't he? Slut stole him and made him her own. Well, maybe they're mid-coitus right now. You don't want to see that. <laughs> How dare you? So, repeat after me. Well, I'll say it once, then we'll join in together. We must all chant and hold hands or it won't work. Firiel, Firiel, get Hiriel, from ethereal to material. Firiel, Firiel, get Hiriel, from ethereal to material. Firiel, Firiel, Get ethereal from ethereal to material. I'm so glad we're not starting a band. <laughs> That's so, what, so, so fucking hard to do in sync Some over of the you fucking will. latency of the internet. <laughs> it's damn Some late. Someone should have brought a metronome. This mausoleum is really stopping the signals of the internet. Yes. Some of you were deliberately speaking very slowly, I believe. Well, nevertheless, maybe it is the intent. Maybe it's just the intent. Maybe it's the pentagram. Who knows? But suddenly, you know, your hair stands up on end, and you like your ears pop, like the pressure 
is is changing in the room and there's a dim the pentagram itself drawn in the lipstick begins to glow and suddenly <clears throat> without any fanfare without any pillar of smoke or explosion there is standing in the middle of the pentagram in the middle of the circle oh. the oh. demon Biriel. Oh. now the demon can appear however the demon wants right now the demon appears as classic red-skinned voluptuous winged succubus with horns and a tail the demon girl we'd all like to imagine just like all the drawings in the old school D monster manuals that titillated a whole generation of you know 13 year olds um and aroused so many juvenile passions um and the second that happens though Erasmus, he cries out, Blessed Firio, I have brought you the three souls you required. Take them to the nine circles of hell and release me from our bargain. Indeed, he has betrayed the party, and he's the one who happens to be holding the the sword covered with virgin spit. And uh, Firio just smiles and uh, licks her hand and then rubs it across her brow the way a cat might. And uh, but unfortunately, you also do not see your beloved Bartholomew. And uh, just thank you, Erasmus. You've been such a good boy. Oh, anything for you? Anything? We take them now. And he's starting to back away from you guys, holding the sword. Does anyone want to do anything? <laughs> you dirty double crosser! I'm, without saying anything, I'm just going to rush. Uh, how close is he to me? Close enough to do what I think you're going to do. Well, yeah, well, I was just going to fucking tackle him and. Or, or not even tackle him, just like grab the sword out of his hands and give him a swift kick. Okay. In the balls. Right. Because I knew you wanted Probably. to kick someone in the uh, balls. Thematically. Well, rush that over and do that. I, I say that, uh, and you, you have fighting ability too, so you have a boon that would really help this, make it a lot easier. And uh, so let's go ahead and, and draw your card. We need a, a, a number card or a joker, and we're going to get... <gasps> The Four of Hearts. So you can go ahead and narrate that. The game's a little bit unclear on who narrates what, so we're going to let players narrate successes and failures tonight. So I rush, yeah, I, I, I just speed over in his direction and wrench the sword from his hands ah! and basically kick him oh. in the direction of the demon oh, no. in an attempt to knock both of them over to, you know, if that's possible. Oh, boy. Well, he, uh, he, he, stumbles into the circle you know and luckily he doesn't disrupt the salt but uh when he the second he touches the demon she uh gives him a kiss she pulls his head grabs him by the back of his you know his hair the back on the back of his head and dips him you know and gives him a kiss and he just flames up i mean he just completely catches on fire and she continues to kiss him while he's burning. And he's screaming with this muffled, you know, he's trying to scream. And you can see, like, she's also, like, biting his tongue and lips and his blood coming, you know, off of his chin and running down his neck. But he's also on fire. And uh, he's he's screaming. And she spits his tongue out and laughs. <laughs> and uh, the, his burning corpse falls to the ground. And she turns over and she uh, licks her lips. And, uh, you know, of course, now she now his blood's running down her chin. And she goes, ah, that tasted just like your man Bartholomew, she says. You harlot. 
You harlot, how dare you? How dare you? What are you how gonna, dare what you? What are you gonna do about it? I'll claw your eyes out, you harlot slutty demon bitch. And Orchid rushes towards her and spits in her face. Well, I I think that's a great idea. I know that you don't have, you know, any, uh, I know you don't have any fighting ability. You've also got this really long train. So uh, I think we're going to have to have you draw a card uh, to see if you can do this and actually spit in her face. Because as we all know, you're a virgin and the spittle of a virgin should hurt the demon. Now, whether it kills the demon or what, we don't know. But you also have this long train, and we don't want to disrupt the salt either. So we're now drawing a card for you, and you just have a normal, you know, normal chance here. There's no boon or anything that's going to help. So uh, you need a face card or joker, and we have the five of spades. So your spittle goes wild, and in your insanity, you rush across... And the the train of your wedding gown disrupts the salt, and the the salt is broken. And she goes ha! And suddenly she just like poofs out of existence, <laughs> and you don't know where she's gone. That bitch. Yeah, you don't know oh. what's happened to her. Well, um, I don't I don't think she um was real i think she just um i think we all collectively uh then he looks down at the corpse of erasmus the sort of charred corpse of erasmus <laughs> and he's like oh <laughs> well um i guess um i guess i've got some uh things to think about here <laughs> yes you do now here's the thing the demon cannot just freeform float the demon's got to you know uh demon's got to take a body you know, you know this from your occult knowledge, uh, Orchid. Like they can go into an animal, or even an you know inanimate object, or a person. And so, I don't know. Do you think one of you it might be likely, possessed? It is likely that she has possessed another body. Well, don't she would you not f- just disappear or go back to where she came from? Well, she it is came- likely. It could be one of us. It could be anything. Well, she killed the one... She killed Erasmus, right? So, I think... I mean, maybe she's just like, well, that's enough for one day, you know? And she just fucked off. Now, Chadwick actually was cowering in the corner, not even watching, but now that it's over, he's, uh, you know, standing up, and and he says... Now, you sound like you're trying to say that this demon is just, you know, vanished, completely gone, but um, an orchid was saying that it might have uh, possessed someone. And, um, well, for once I can say that it wasn't me, so... You're not feeling any urges to visit the local brothel? (laughs) No, certainly not. It's the last thing from my mind. I'm just glad uh, we survived. Well, most of us, anyways. We need to find her. We can't just let her go. Well, she could be anywhere, though. She could be in a bird or a, a wolf 
or a fox or an Perhaps ostrich. We should kill everything we see until she's dead. Madam, I, I think that's rather uh, harsh. I think rather rash. Um, you dare call me rash! Oh, I don't have a rash. I didn't even get to kick her in the balls. <laughs> well, well, I've got a rash, but I say that's from the prostitutes, unfortunately. Well, oh, you want me to kick you in the balls? <laughs> that might help. I do not. I think you should kindly stay far away from my balls. Well, here's what I wonder as Game Master is, if one of you were possessed, how would we know it? And and uh, I know that Orchid has a lot of occult knowledge. Orchid, let's dip into your occult knowledge here. How, how, how can you tell if someone is possessed? Would they have any weaknesses or would they share the demon's weaknesses? Or? I would... Yes, they would definitely share the demon's weaknesses, which means that they would react to my saliva. Well, well come here and so give I me a big old kiss. <laughs> on both of my companions. Now, hold on. I'm rather averse to being spit on. Um, and, I mean, I have never enjoyed female spittle or any such gender spitting on me. This has nothing to do with possession. Well, so you're telling me that you you paid them prostitutes and you didn't even have them spit on you? <laughs> well, not on me. Certain things... <laughs> certain things needed lubrication, I would say. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was just going straight for the degradation, not the lubrication, but <laughs> fair enough. Well, if you're going to get a serious, you know, degradation, you probably need some lubrication. But it sounds like, you know, it sounds like our our friend Chadwick does not want to be lubricated with well, virgin spit. But I, I I feel like, I mean, uh, there was some crosstalk, but I'm pretty sure I heard, uh, I'm pretty sure I heard, God, what, what's, what's your freaking name again? Percival. I'm pretty sure I heard Percival just ask for a kiss, you know. yeah. Uh, yeah, Full-on I mean, kiss. I was mostly joking, but I thought it would be, you know, yeah, well, that would be one way to get some spit. A very ladylike kiss on the cheek. Okay, that would only be proper. Do they have a lot of spit? I don't burn. It. I don't burn at all. I'm gonna yeah, lick I my don't lips know how first. scientific okay. this is. All right. Well, well, Orchid licks her lips and gives Percival a nice big, juicy, wet, spitty kiss on the cheek because she's a lady. <laughs> Give him the tongue. Oh. Well, well, that's no. uncharacteristically. No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I was joking. Now, right. um, yes, a lady like Peck, fine. I'll tell you what. I, I don't. I'm not. I don't burn at all. My cheek is fine. Ah, oh, well. This one is clean. Now, I believe, being an old-fashioned gentleman, that um, the man should do the kissing. So, um, if you don't mind... Is the man a virgin? Well, you know I'm not. Um, <laughs> I have a wife. <laughs> Why, did you waste a bunch of money? <laughs> <laughs> 
No, um, even if I had not, um, been unfaithful, I do have a wife, and, um, well, she can tell you, um, that, uh, you know, the lights are off, so I guess she couldn't tell you exactly, um, <laughs> um but... <laughs> well, you do have a son, right? A child of some kind. We do have a young boy. I believe he's my son. No. <laughs> yes, he's my son. <laughs> Well, are yes, you it's willing to? Very, it's uh, verified and documented that I have a wife and a child, <laughs> and I'm not a virgin. And I've uh, been with prostitutes. Not proud of it. Then but it, I, if you don't have virgin saliva, then what do you suppose a kiss to me will tell you? Well, I just think it's inappropriate for for a woman to kiss a man. Well, I quite agree, but these are extenuating circumstances. I could hit him with the sword. <laughs> now listen here. Okay. How about I propose something? How about I just motorboat you in the cleavage? <laughs> <laughs> you slut. <laughs> okay. Chadwick, uh... Chadwick, <laughs> Chadwick seems uncharacteristically crude all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> Are you really trying to go over there and do it? <laughs> yes, he lurches at her. <laughs> okay, well, he lunges at you, <laughs> trying to motorboat you. And what do you, what do you do, Orchid? <laughs> How dare you! And I start slapping at him I'm, and I'm, spitting on him. Yeah, I'm going to swing my sword at him, but in a non-lethal right. type of way. Okay. Well, yeah, you... you <laughs> all you really got to do is kind of touch him with a sword, and you spit on him. And when she spits in your face, when the sword, like, touches the side of your neck, and it's just a searing, you know, uh, sizzling sound as the sword touches the flesh. And when, when Orchid spits in your face, Chadwick, you know, the, your whole face just blisters up, and... Uh, you all can tell uh, Chadwick has obviously been possessed, and uh, and Chadwick, you know you can't. Uh, well, I guess I'm playing Furiel, and Furiel's not going to stand here and and uh, continue to be spat upon with virgin spit and potentially stabbed with a sword. And uh, being possessed as you are, Chadwick, you flee. You flee the scene and run out into the night. Uh, out into the out into the rain and stumble through the graveyard, and I don't know what you guys will do. What would you do? Would you chase the demon into the night? Well, yeah, of course. I've Definitely. I've got to I've got to kick her in his balls. All right, now unfortunately, Chadwick still has the gun. Right, he's still got the gun with the. But uh, so you guys run out into the night again. It's pouring down rain, so you very quickly become drenched. You know. And you can see he's already, I mean, with supernatural speed, though. I mean, Chadwick's already way down at, like, the, the the iron fence around the edge of the whole graveyard, which is up on kind of a, a lonely hill. Um, and down below the, the, the hill in the valley is the, is the town of Sourshire. And he's already pretty far away. I assume you guys go chasing, chasing him. And... It's hard to see, of course, you know, because it's like blinding rain. You can see a bit of the lights of the town, but you can still just barely make out the shadow of his body, and he stumbles and falls and rolls down the hill a little bit. You guys go chasing him, 
and uh, you read to, you finally get to the bottom of the hill, and Chadwick is is laying there. And Chadwick, you're you're no longer possessed. The demon has left you and gone into something else for the moment. But uh, you might have to convince your friends of that. So here you are. You're at the bottom of the hill. The the village, the town is not that far away from you. I mean, you know, 100 feet or so. you got the, the hill with the graveyard behind you. And it's pouring down rain. And Chadwick's lying on the ground. And what do you guys do? Um, <clears throat> well, since we, obviously we don't know that he's no longer possessed. No, you don't. So um, Chad, or Percival's going to run up to him and and you know heave the sword <laughs> high up over his head as though he were going to uh imminently uh chop you know decapitate this yeah. this person imminent yeah. chop no <laughs> it's an imminent chop it's an imminent chop it's a cutoff anyway uh <laughs> so yeah yeah he he raises the sword up over your head meanwhile what are you doing orchid as soon as Orchid sees him, she just launches at him, okay. slapping and spitting and screaming. Okay. You son of a bitch! You bitch! You slut, Harpy! How dare you! How dare you! And she just goes full wig uh, out on him. No, ma'am. Uh, please. Yeah, now, Chad, well, you don't know what happened. I mean, you blacked out the yeah. second, you know, earlier, and now you find yourself laying in the rain. Or the first of all, looks like he's going to cut your head off, and orchids all over you, spitting I'm, on you, clawing on you. I I'm mean, dreaming. I'm having a nightmare. Wake me up. And you can see that your spittle seems to be having no further effect on him, you know, and uh, and he, he's uh, he's behaving very cowardly. Wait. Oh, I was about to cut your fucking head off. Please don't. His skin is no longer... His skin is no longer sizzling. No, it's not. Perhaps the demon has fled like the cowardly cowardly slut that she is. You hear a bunch of dogs barking. And now we're going to have to hunt this bitch down. You hear a bunch of dogs barking down in the village, and uh, there's a pack of them that's running out up towards you. And they stop. These are like just village dogs, you know. Some of them are like little cute dogs, but some of them are pretty big. And they're all looking at you, and they've just got a strange glow in their eyes. And saliva's bubbling on their lips, and they're growling. And you start to get the terrible feeling this whole pack of dogs might be possessed. And then suddenly, the dogs just... And just launch themselves at you. Just rush your rush your position, and you guys are obviously gonna have to get away somehow. I'll let you narrate how, but um, now I think that Percival should have a boon on this. So Percival is just gonna need to draw a number card or a joker to to get away, and he's got a seven. We'll let you guys narrate how you do it in a minute. Um, however, the rest of you don't have those benefits, so you're gonna need a face card or a joker. And it looks like uh, Orchid got lucky. She's got a face card here with the King of Hearts. And Chadwick, meanwhile, has unfortunately drawn a number card. And so Chadwick falls victim to the dogs. <laughs> but you get to narrate. Now, there's no, like, hit points in this system or even any guidelines on what would kill a person or anything. It's supposed to be very narrative. But Percival, when the dog, when the dog pack 
assaults you guys, how does Percival get away? Well, <clears throat> Percival is going to run back to the mausoleum, but before he does that, or or as he's doing that, he's just going to start, you know, lopping heads off dogs as they come. Oh yeah, um, get as many as he can Arr! before before hundred percent like full speed retreating. Oh yeah, yeah. So like, just dog heads flying left and right as Percival lays into him with the sword. Poor little dogs. You know, they're just. The, the families of these dogs are going to be very upset, you know, when they come out after the storm and find their dogs' heads laying all over the front of the gate of the graveyard. And he takes off back towards the mausoleum. Meanwhile, how did Orchid manage to escape or, you know, uh, I won't say escape the pack of dogs. I'll say triumph in this particular challenge. How does she do that? Well, first going to land a giant loogie on the biggest one. Oh. And uh, it... And then she's going to hightail it after Percival. Okay. Alright. But meanwhile, Chadwick, you find yourself... Uh, you, you know, you're, you were already on the ground, so now they've run off. This pack of dogs is, like, all over you. You know, but why don't you describe what that's like and you're obviously well, going to be hurt somehow, but you get to narrate how and, you know, possibly if you get away. So, I was going to say that um, <clears throat> he's, you know, he had started to try to crawl away. Um, <clears throat> and some dogs bit onto his uh, pant legs, you know, and they're like sh- shaking you know how they do when they get a hold of something they start shaking yeah. violently yeah so they're tearing his pants and like he's tr- still tr- crawling you know so <laughs> hopefully you know while he's and some of the teeth i have to say are you know breaking skin and stuff as well sure. so he sure. is hurt but he's crawling he's making progress crawling out of his pants yeah um and so that's what he's going to try to do is why they're you know have their a grip you know they're they're biting the his pant legs he's uh making his way out of his trousers okay so yeah you're you're pantsless at this point and the dogs are you know your 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 calves and maybe parts of your thighs are all like bitten up and clawed up and you're bleeding but uh you're you're now you're not wearing any pants but you're running up the running up the hill are you following your friends it's like running back to the mausoleum Oh, um, yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. Well, they tear up your pants for a while, and then they then then like one of the dogs howls, and they all like run back down towards the town of Sourshire. Meanwhile, you guys are already in the mausoleum, and Chadwick comes running in with no pants. And uh, what what kind of underclothes was he wearing? Uh, this is the 1920s. Did they even have briefs in the 1920s? Was it was it all boxers or even? I don't know. We'll have to do some research on 1920s undergarments. I can kind of picture boxer shorts. Yeah, I can kind of picture that, too. Yeah. So he comes rushing back in, pantsless. Okay, so so now you're back out of the rain. You're in the mausoleum. You can see the disturbed salt circle and your your pentagram and the charred body of Erasmus de Rip. And what do you going to do I, now? My, my gun was in my pants. We'll have to retrieve 
We'll have to try to retrieve my gun if we want to have a chance. I mean, suppose this demon goes from dog to to something else. Our only chance is to fire this gun. Now, didn't this... Oh, I, I don't know if we actually knew if, if uh, Erasmus had a gun. I know we, as players, knew, but I don't know if our characters knew that. Well, you could rifle really... his... You can yeah, rifle his charred could. body, and you quickly realize he didn't. He just had the, the sword, oh. which now is personal. Oh, okay, that's right. You, you had made it a sword instead of a gun. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, didn't the dogs all, like... Didn't they all run off? The dogs... So we, could be, we should be able to go get the gun, yeah? We should. Uh, we The dogs <laughs> have run off to Sourshire. Um... I'm afraid we'll have to enter the town and um but I, I hope that we can uh, retrieve the gun on the way. They should not be there unless they've run off with my pants. I don't know. I just ran away as soon as I could. Well. Well, let's hope that your pants are intact enough that you can put them back on. This is quite very improper. Yes, I agree, but uh, I believe my pants were pretty much shredded. Um, you know, it wouldn't, good, wouldn't be much good to wear these rags around. At least these boxes are intact. Well, unless, uh, I, guess, I guess we're going to go back out into the rain then, right? Back out into the thunderstorm. And uh, you make your way back through the graveyard to the bottom of the hill outside the gate, and the dogs are gone. And uh, the tattered shreds of your pants are there, and you can you can see your revolver. It's it's lying there, and uh, oh, good. This is intact. Uh, the pants, of course, are even if you wanted to wear shredded pants, it's not even possible. And uh, now you're at the edge of the village, pretty much. There's one building that's that's a little further, uh, a little closer to you, because it's kind of at the edge of Sourshire. Which is obviously a blacksmith's shop, you can tell that. And the lights are on. There's commotion in the town. You can hear a few screams from inside the town. The dogs have stopped barking. Uh, but the, the blacksmith has come out right under the right right at the edge of the night. He hasn't gone out into the rain, but he's still underneath. You know, he's opened his door, and he's holding the lantern up. He's still wearing his night clothes, you know, like Ebenezer Scrooge, with his little hat, you know, and nightgown. He's holding the lantern out. He's like, what's all this then? What's all this commotion? What goes on here? And who are you with no pants? And who are you dressed as if you're going to a wedding? And oh, hello, Percival. <laughs> yeah, well, um, hello. Um, so, uh, we've got a, a little minor, um, sort of, uh, problem. Oh, problem? Yeah. Um,. So, you know how I didn't really believe in anything? It, um, yes, I did. like yes, a few hours ago. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Now I kind of believe in something. Oh, well, you've got some apologies to make to the vicar at the church. <laughs> you, you really ruined that Easter feast last year, and it was really an embarrassment. But, uh, well, well, what did you, so what do you believe in? I mean, what has happened here? On a night like this, it could be anything. Well, um, and I look <laughs> at, at 
Chadwick and, and Orchid kind of back and forth as though, like, um, should I just tell him? Like, yes, a demon, yeah. a demon whore. A demon whore. Uh, what? Yes. This, yes. this, she is. I'm sorry. She has done horrible things to all of us, and we came to get our revenge on her. Oh, my. And she killed one of our companions, claims to have killed my fiancé in the exact same manner, and then she possessed our our dear friend, Chadwick, here, and after she possessed your dogs, and then ripped Chadwick to heart, to bits. Well, at least his pants. Well, I, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm the nihilist. I don't know if I can believe all this. Now, the house next door, suddenly there's, like, some screams happening in the house right next door to his. Um, there, there, There's the screaming of a woman, high-pitched screaming of a woman, and some screaming of some kids in the house. And what's this fresh business? Oh, oh I, I, I'm... This is enough for me, he says, and he begins backing up to close his door. But go ahead, Percival. Yeah, that'll be the demon um, that we, um, in the interest of full disclosure, um, sort of summoned. Well, if you summon the demon, you better summon it back or dismiss it. Whatever you've uh, got to do. We shall kill it. We, we, we are attempting to locate it uh, to, um, and yes, to kill it. Once and for all. I, I must get to my prayers. I'll get to my prayers. You do what it needs to be doing. And uh, he, he, he slams his door. You can hear him, like, shut, you know, bolting, you know, sliding the bolt closed and locking himself I in the house. Sh- Meanwhile, the people are still screaming in the house next door. You can see there's a little sign above the door. It's like the town notary, Mr. Bobbert, says town notary. And uh, something terrible is happening inside Mr. Bobbert's house. Well, I'm going to go kick it in the balls, then. I've is been wanting to kick it in the balls this whole time, and I haven't gotten too round to it, so I'm going to run over there and no, uh, kick it in the balls. I'll be right behind you. <laughs> okay, well, you rush up to the door, and you see the door's actually, like, a little bit open, right? You don't even have to kick it in. But uh, when you push the door open, you look in a scene of absolute horror, because Mr. Bobbert, the notary, he's inside hacking up his family with an axe, I mean, he's almost got them all now. There's, like, the wife's, like, trying to crawl out of the room, and he comes in and he buries it right in her back, you know, severs the spine. I'm not even going to describe the other scenes of horror that are all over this room, but it's just, like, blood all over the walls. There's more blood than really are in human bodies. It's like a Sam Raimi, you know, uh, level of blood in here. And uh, the place is drenched in caro syrup, right? But it is just horrific. And Mr. Bobbert turns around and he goes, I guess you should have been a little quicker then, huh? <laughs> and uh, what are you going to do? I kick him in the balls. All right. So yeah. you run up Chadwick. and you kick him in the balls. What's Chadwick do? Uh, he is not right behind Percival. Hmm. He is um, currently running in the opposite direction. Okay. Out of cowardice. Chadwick! Get back here with that gun! Get back here with that gun! <laughs> right he, behind you! So you're running right out of the town. I'm right behind you! Meanwhile, you run over. I'm not going to make you roll to kick the guy in the balls, right? Uh, but uh, you go up and kick him in the balls, and it's it's just like no effect registers on him at all, because obviously he's possessed. 
and he just <laughs> goes that weird giggle again. And what do you do? What do you do, uh, Orchid? All right. Well, Orchid, it's going to look a little strange. Orchid is going to suck on both of her hands so that her fingernails are now weapons too, and she's going to continue her wildly crazy assault of just clawing and spitting and you you haulin fiance stealer friend killing possessing demon bitch and you made us kill cute little dogs and I'm going to kill you well since and I'm just gonna start just Slap, you know, since you like actually can, fight. since you actually can do damage with your virgin spit slap fight, um, virgin spit slap fight. There's a name for something, <laughs> right? Right. Um, it's like a. I'm going to order that on pay per view. <laughs> <laughs> if any listener out there would like to invent a two page RPG or a one page RPG called Virgin Spit Slap Fight, we will play it. Okay. <laughs> We we might actually have to make that, but uh, more more downloads on that than any other episode we've ever done. You watch, but because you can actually hurt the demon, right? Go ahead. We're gonna have you go ahead and make your combat draw card. Unfortunately, you have no real fighting skill. Uh, you are gonna need a face card or Joker to in order to. And what we have here, we have the King of Diamonds. So, uh, Mister Bobber screams ah! as uh, your 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 fingernails you know dig into his face and flesh and you, it burns and then suddenly he's like <gasps> and shakes his head as if he's come out of it you hear a cat going, and the cat looks at you and goes <sighs> and like rushes out the door into the night and you realize the demon's gone into the cat and Mr. Bobber says what's happening here oh heavenly god as he sees what what has happened he looks and he sees that the axe is in his own hands and 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 uh he, he, he drops it, and, and he himself runs screaming out into the night. What have I done? What have I done? <laughs> and that leaves you guys staying, you know. So now let's like go ahead and cut over to Chadwick, who's run off into the village. Yeah, I just would like, I think it would be funny if, like, <clears throat> as uh, he's running off and the cat is running off, like, he, while he's running, he's he's looking over <laughs> and he's seeing this cat and it's like obviously possessed and so uh you know maybe it winks at him or something yeah the and cat so does wink at you <laughs> yeah now he, ah, he <laughs> starts running the opposite direction back you, towards his companions well you turn around in the opposite direction but coming out from behind one building is uh a gentleman with two he's looks like he's hurriedly dressed his tie is not quite right and his hat's on lopsided but with him are two constables They've got, like, those high, you know, Bobby-style British helmets. And you run right into them. Come here, you! And I'm oh. the Lord Mayor here, Godwin Fisk. Grab oh him, God. boys. Get him. Get him. All right. What's all this, then? What's all this? And I start, are you guys coming out, too? And if you do come out, you're the first thing you're going to see is, you know, the, the Lord Mayor of the town. And he's got two constables. have got Chadwick. What's this, then? Aha! I see here. And he pulled out, you know, he takes the gun out of your pocket. Hmm. Uh, 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 that is uh, dogs were after me and then a cat dogs and cats were running wild in this town you've got to help us 
think you're mad. You're balmy. That's what you are. And then no, you two no, have he's come not, up. He's not mad. He's Chad. Hello, Chad. Oh, I, I won't have any wordplay from you, Percival. Uh, they are, I don't know why. Yeah. I just they already somehow everybody already knows Percival in this town. I guess you know. But and, and what have you, madam? You have not dressed appropriately for the evening. I'm dressed appropriately to be reunited with my fiance, who was taken by a demon, who appeared somehow. Well, yeah, we not didn't. by summoning, certainly. <laughs> no. But she appeared could... somehow yeah, well, in the graveyard. It was random. She possessed a friend. <laughs> she possessed a pack of dogs. Then she possessed the poor notary here who slaughtered his entire family. And then she jumped into the cat and ran out into the rain. <laughs> this woman is insane. Look. I'm not insane! Well, the one of the constables. How dare you? One of the constables walks up to the Barbert house and. Looks inside, then like lurches. Oh, you don't want to do that. He, he lurches over and like vomits into the bushes. You know, oh, rookie, rookie. Yeah. Uh, no, this is this is terrible indeed. I I would have to place you all under arrest until we figure this out. This it, is terrible. It, it was the dogs, the dogs, the the rabid dogs running wild. Well, that was they, the first report we got. That's why we've roused, that's why I've been roused in the middle of the night. The dogs are on a rampage. You're saying the dogs have killed. First you say, oh, demon dogs, I don't know what to do. I think the safest thing to do is just arrest all of you. I, I am an upstanding citizen. Um, you You're know, not wearing all, pants, sir. Well, yes, that is true. But um, you can see that I have uh, no criminal record. Uh, I was only let off with a warning for the prostitutes. Uh, I am a very upstanding citizen, and I... I assure you, uh, this woman here isn't say, don't worry about such talk as demons and all that. What you have here are dogs uh, on the loose, and uh, uh, we would like to uh, help you uh, catch them, but I, uh, I, please don't take us uh, to jail. Well, it's very wet out here, and I'm tired of getting rained on, so somebody's going to jail, but Percival, you were raised in this town. I know you don't believe in any of this nonsense. You tell me the truth. What's happening here? Well, we definitely did. There was no demon summoning or anything of that sort. I should also <laughs> no. point out that Chadwick is definitely wearing pants um, because that's what we British call underwear. We would refer to what Americans call pants as trousers. Very well, very well. It's just like with like disappearing accent and we don't have all our nomenclature worked out for everything. <laughs> but, but, so, so That was just for any UK... Right. We if we have any UK yes. listeners, we lost yeah. them at uh, Southark yeah, or Sourshire, Sourshire, or Sourshire, however they would say it. Maybe Dave Mitchell, creator of the Hateful Place, can correct us on our because we dumb Americans. We ain't talk, trying. We don't know how to talk no British British accent or British words. They just done speaking everything well, wrong. Talk well, so American motherfucker. So you're telling me, of course, you're telling me, Percival, there's no demon. Is that correct? You say you um, didn't summon a demon. No, well... Certainly not. Oh, oh, well, um, did, um, we might, there might have been a bit of a misunderstanding. A misunderstanding involving a demon? Well, I didn't believe it would actually get summoned. You're saying you, that a demon was summoned? Which it didn't. It appeared. 
It came it, to it, taunt me, taunt me with what it did to my lover. And then it, or not my lover, my fiancé. Excuse me, I'm a very proper lady. I've never had a lover. <laughs> um, you can tell. Anyway, um, then he, she also brutally slayed. We had another companion. Oh. We had a fourth person with Who's us. that? Erasmus. Erasmus to rip? Oh, yes. this suddenly makes more sense. He's a known degenerate, rumored to be a sorcerer. I thought it was rumors all these long years. Well, well. If any, yes, if any summoning was actually done, it was done by him and him alone. Hmm. We, well, we did a bit of a chant. We Shh. did. No, no. Well. Well, I, th- I thought it was just like, you know... I thought we were just like he thought it a, was, it was a like a pep talk, innocent uh, a children's game or something. Hmm. Just yes, like ring around the roses. Yeah, just a, a rhyme, just for fun. Didn't think like, it was real. We, I, boys, he says to the constables, we'd better go about and the village and want everyone to stay indoors because people are up and down the the main village street. You know, they're opening their front doors, looking out into the night to see what's happening and. And rubbernecking, as people do when there's trouble with the popo. And he says, Listen, messing with Durip was a terrible mistake, but his manor house is just over there. Perhaps, perhaps, if he truly was able to summon a demon, perhaps there's some key, some answer within his manor. Perhaps you should go there. I know he's a collector of many antiquities. And... Perhaps there could be something there. I'm going to get this village locked down, and then we're going to do a door-to-door hunt for the demon. Why don't you see if you can find something to aid us in that? Since you're such experts on demons. Yes. Uh, And, um... I assume he has an extra pair of pants there, so I believe it is wise for Trousers. 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 To, um... To go to this manor house and get out of the rain, and maybe we'll find uh, some clue on how to uh, defeat this demon ferial. Yeah, because obviously you guys now now know that you know Derib never planned to defeat Ferial. So if he had known, you know, of something that would really work, he didn't share it with you. But maybe there is something. Maybe there is something in his manor. So uh, of course you could go around with on the door to door search. Uh, could be there's nothing in Derip's manor, but uh, when he gestured to it, it's just a little ways outside of town, to the north of town, but not too terribly far. The rain is starting to slack off a little bit. It's not quite so driving as it was, but as you walk closer to uh, Derip's manor house, um, the, the front door, of course, is locked. You know, he probably has a housekeeper or something. But there's no lights on inside. And uh, you guys could try to just kick in the front door if you wanted to. and uh, or, or break a window. Or how would you like to try to get in? Or knock. I don't know. We don't need to use brute force. When we're not brutes. We'll, we'll, we'll find a more uh, sophisticated way to inside, I believe. Okay. I guess there probably is one of those, like, you know, those, like, rope hanging, you know, like hanging rope bells, like covered in velvet outside the door as well. Yes. 
Well, I think while my companions are fooling around with niceties, I'm going to look for a nice brick or rock to throw through a window. Well, he's got some paving stones down by the garden. Where he's got some petunias growing in front of the in front of the house. Would you like to pick up paving stones and throw it through the front window? I would. Okay. Well, it shatters. You hear a woman scream inside, and uh, you can see now there's a holding a lantern is a older woman like a housekeeper she's in her night clothes uh she's come down and she's sees you you know sees you three standing outside you're probably a pretty scary sight standing uh outside her house and um that's where we'll go ahead and stop for tonight uh next time we'll go into the manor of Erasmus de Rip and see if we can find anything at all they could help not just to hurt a demon. We know we've we've established that virgin spit will hurt it. Probably the sword yeah. would hurt it. But how do we defeat it once and for all? We'll have yeah. to find that out. And so we will next time. Perhaps a nice exorcism. Yep, yep. We'll do a nice little exorcism maybe next time. Same same Dean style exorcism. Uh, or banishment. Yeah. Yes. Well, he did say that he had uh, quite a few, you know, occult books and things like that, and he'd done a lot of research. You know, he'd, he'd made a deal with her before, obviously. He tried to get out of his bargain by giving her your souls, and that has failed. So next time on Goonies World, we will see what it's like inside the Derip Manor, and then we'll see. We'll find out where this demon is in the town. Could be in anybody or any animal. Could be a long search. The demon could come to you. We don't know. So our listeners will just have to wait a week and see what happens on Horrid Mystery. Hey, everybody. If you like our podcast, don't forget to leave us a good rating and or review on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, Spotify, or wherever you're able. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Twitter at Goonies underscore world. And check out our website at GooniesWorldPodcast.com. Email us at GooniesWorldPodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening.